welcome to the Field Log Podcast, weekly reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I'm your host, Marcian Sicario. Field Log Day 70 Narrow is the Gate Yesterday we talked about the parable of the talents, right, from the Gospel of Matthew. And funnily enough, today we're going to be talking about another parable from the Gospel of Matthew. I guess it's a Matthew sort of week. The parable we're going to be talking about is the narrow gate, right? We've heard this before, this this metaphor from the Gospel of Matthew. And I have my Orthodox Study Bible pulled up here. I'm going to read from that, and then we're going to read the footnotes, the Orthodox interpretation, and we're going to talk about it. Why is it applicable to you as a man living the warrior king life? And we're in Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. And then the interpretation in the back reads... The description of the two ways was widespread in Judaism and in early Christian writings. Luke's version is more eschatological, referring to the end of the age, because we wrestle against sins and human weakness, as well as spiritual forces of evil. Entering the kingdom is the more difficult way. So why are we talking about this today? Why is this a topic? Why, when I read this verse, and God knows when it was, it was a few months ago, I'm sure, when I made this note to talk about this one day, Why did it catch my attention? Why did I think that this would be useful to share with you men? Well, the reality is that a lot of times we feel like worldviews and opinions are things that are fluid, right? If you think about somebody who is maybe not firmly grounded in a certain faith background, it doesn't have to be Orthodox or even Christian. You could think of someone who's a Muslim maybe or a Buddhist or, or a Jewish or something along those lines, maybe Hindu. When someone isn't firmly founded in that, these people's spiritual views tend to fluctuate rather than mature, right? And I have some friends like this who are, you know, maybe one year they're they're atheistic and then another year they're soft polytheistic and then another year they get into the occult or, you know, you know people like this who maybe one year are really into astrology and those sorts of things and it always changes, right? And in my opinion right? As it appears to me. And of course, usual disclaimer, I'm not a priest, I'm not a theologian. Check this all with your spiritual father. Read the disclaimer in the show notes. It appears to me that this is exactly what the verse is talking about here, right? As, as warrior kings, as, as men living the warrior king life, we know that our first commitment is to God, right? And that nothing works unless we are firmly grounded in the life, the spiritual life, right? The connection we have with our creator, and the fact that the path is narrow, as the, the parable states, referring to spiritual matters, actually applies to life as well, right? And in, in a more practical sense, I mean, right? And this idea that there are so many ways in which you can go wrong, that there's a wide road where you can do things wrong and you can mess up, is very applicable to us, right? I talk about the pitfalls of this, this warrior king philosophy all the time, how dangerous it can be to build wealth. How dangerous it can be to build your body. How dangerous it can be to perfect your craft and build your mind and to get very good at relationships, right? Maybe 
you're very good at uh, talking to women and then there's going to be a lot of, I don't know, temptation to do things you're not supposed to. And you know what I'm talking about. So there's many ways that we can be led astray. Right? The devil has so many ways to twist us. He can, you know, you could be almost all the way there. You could be working on your purpose like we were talking about yesterday. You could be working towards the purpose that God gave you and then on the way you see something shiny. Something that really excites you. You Ooh, jump off the narrow path and you jump onto the wide path. And then you could lose everything that you've been building up for weeks, months, years, decades maybe. God knows when this might happen. And all of these these different things, these shiny things, it's, in my opinion at least, it's, it's the devil preying on our weaknesses. But he's preying on our strengths too. Right? Our instincts are distorted. Right? We live in a fallen world as men. We have an instinct for closeness and connection with a woman, right? We want to be married, at least most of us. Maybe you're called to the monastic life, in which case, God bless you. But if you're attracted to women, that, that instinct is a little, it's a little distorted. It's a little, to use a word that's a bit inflammatory, forgive me for this, it's a little perverted, right? That, that instinct has been perverted. And the, the word perversion, if you look at the etymology of it, Versus is an Indo-European word meaning line, right? A strain line. And per means to bend something. So a perversion is to bend a straight line, is to distract something from its purpose. So there are instincts in you. There are qualities in you as a man that lend themselves beautifully to being a strong man, right? You find women beautiful. There's nothing wrong with that. My godfather says this all the time. When you see a beautiful woman, just pray to God and say, thank you for creating something so beautiful for me to look at and to enjoy your creation visually, right? And this is a way to, to take away this sort of, you know, objectifying a woman and just seeing her as a piece of me because she's not, she's a person. She has the image of God in her. You can say, God, thank you for making someone so beautiful. So you have that instinct in you, but obviously it can be distorted. You have weaknesses as a man, right? Maybe you are prone to anger like I am. Maybe you're prone to laziness. Maybe you're prone to despair and you get sad and you catastrophize in your head. I heard this beautiful quote the other day. I think it was one of the Greek philosophers. I'm not sure. I've experienced many tragedies in my life, most of which never happened. Right? This idea that you catastrophize in your head, that you see things in your head that aren't really happening. You have strengths that can lead you from the narrow gate, right? Maybe you're really good in the gym, right? I always feel very blessed at the strength gains I've been able to make in my life, right? The, the performance I've been able to achieve in the gym. The devil could prey on that too, make me vain. He has in the past, in fact. And of course, I always wonder if to this day that there's some vanity in me that I need to sort of beat out of myself through prayer and fasting and repentance and those sorts of things. So whatever qualities you have, all of them, your strengths, your weaknesses, your instincts, good, bad, neutral, doesn't matter. All of these can be used against you. So you have to stay disciplined. You have to stay disciplined. You have to stay on, as people say, the straight and narrow. Right? And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm sure that that saying comes from this verse. So you have to be careful. You can't trust your heart. There's a verse in... The Old Testament, I think it's in Proverbs, 
where it reads something along the lines of the, the heart is deceitful, right? Who can understand it? Who can understand the heart? The heart's, heart's deceitful. It's tricky, right? So you have these feelings in you. You have these proclivities, these things that tug on you. It's because we live in a fallen world, right? You wake up in the morning, you want to sleep in, but you have a job to do. You're working, you're three hours into work, you want to take a break, but you know that if you're going to get this done today, you have a job to do, you need to keep working, right? Maybe you're dating a woman and you start to get, you know, the, the urge to do something that you know you're not supposed to do yet. There's that in you. Or there are all of these thoughts, all of these passions, as we call it, you know, in, in orthodoxy, in the, in the scriptures and in the patristic writings, these passions that are going to distract you from your purpose, right? You're a man and you are a man who's got this tendency towards sin because of original sin. You have this tendency to do things you're not supposed to do. And of course, by sin, I don't just mean things that we traditionally think of, like stealing and lying and cheating and and those sorts of things. I also mean laziness, as we talked about yesterday, right? Laziness, sloth is a sin. You're, You're a man with a purpose. You have a job to do. You don't get to think about, my heart's telling me to do this, or today I feel like doing this, or I don't feel like doing this, or I'm really good at this, so I'm going to let that go to my head, or I'm really bad at this, so I'm going to keep falling into the same mistakes and sins all over again. You don't have that luxury. You have a job to do. You have a purpose. I'm sorry to tell you, right? This is uncomfortable. I get it. That you you hear me say that your entire life is going to be a struggle. That's what it is, right? Embrace that. That's life, especially for a man. Of course, that's true for everybody. The Christian life is always a struggle. But especially for men, life is a struggle that we constantly work, we labor, right? We build ourselves up from a young boy to a a mature elder in whatever community or context you're in. It's work. It's a lot of work. And to get there, to get to where God needs you to be, this, you know, this crazy combination of, since we know that we're supposed to emulate Christ, who was the Lamb of God and the Lion of Judah, we as men, when we become mature, we have this combination of traits where you're meek like a lamb, but powerful like a lion. You're going to develop that strength, that peace, that calm by staying on the narrow path. That's the only way that's going to happen. Right? Our instincts are distorted. Right? The things that we want by nature, this fallen nature we're in, they're distorted. As a man, all the things that you know you need to do, most of the time you don't really want to do. You wake up in the morning, maybe you're taking cold showers yet, and if you're not, I always say this, mandatory. Right? It's one minute, it's two minutes in the morning, you just... Step in the shower, you rinse off. You don't have to use shampoo or conditioner. You can do that after, after the gym. That's what I do. But you take a cold shower every morning. You never want to do that. I never wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh boy, you know, I can't wait to take my cold shower this morning. I can't wait to eat clean yet again. I can't wait to go to the gym to do the same workout again. I can't wait to get off you know, finish up my work for the day so that I can move on to, you guessed it, more work. It's just other work. I can't wait to wake up three hours early so that I can do 
my morning routine and my prayers and then record field logs and make an Instagram post and continue to working on this. I don't feel that way. No one feels that way. Stop waiting until you feel like it. You'll never feel like it. I mean, maybe you will in the beginning, but it doesn't last. Motivation doesn't last. Discipline lasts. The narrow path is hard to walk, right? In the, in the interpretation we just read, it said that it's more difficult. It's hard work doing what the Lord commands of us. It's hard work. Pick up your cross. That thing's heavy, all right? The thing's going to be heavy. The cross that you're supposed to bear. Every day is going to be a struggle. If this is uh, discouraging you, don't let it. Don't let it. This should encourage you. This should motivate you to know that whenever you're struggling and you're like, man, like, what am I doing wrong? Why is it always so hard? Why does it always take effort? Why am I always pushing? If you feel that way, just know that, hey, that's, that's exactly how it's supposed to feel, buddy. That's exactly how it's supposed to feel. Right? It's not supposed to be easy. Easy doesn't make you strong. Heavy makes you strong, right? Difficult makes you strong. So you have to be careful. You cannot trust the thoughts that pop up in your head. You can't trust the things you feel like doing or don't feel like doing. You can't let your weaknesses drag you down. You can't let your strengths drag you down. The only thing you can do is keep reorienting yourself back to God, back to God, back to God every day. Nope, messed up, back to God. Messed up, fall, back to God. Right, didn't do what I was supposed to do, back to God every day. And that's going to turn you into the man you're supposed to be, the man that you really want to be in your heart every day. When you look yourself in the mirror and you say, not there yet, That thing that you're pursuing to be an asset to people, to be a leader, right? To be someone people call in a crisis, to be someone that people come to for advice. That man, that that deep desire that you have is, I just want to do that. Something in me, I don't know what it is. Something in me wants to be that person. I want to do good. I want to help people. I want to have the chance to change things, change the world, take care of my family. I want to retire my parents. I want to take care of my brothers. I want to be married with children. And my wife says, hey, we need this thing. Our dishwasher broke. We need a new dishwasher or something. You say, I got it. No problem. You want to be that man. I know you do. Otherwise, you wouldn't be on day 70 of this. There's no way... You would have listened to 70 episodes ranging from 20 to 30 minutes of me rambling on about Bible verses and weird thoughts and quotes and God knows what else if you didn't really deeply want to be this. So act like it. Enough with the excuses. Act like it. Enough with the mistakes. Act like it. Be perfect as your Father in Heaven is perfect. And when you inevitably fail, get up and try again. That's what you're here for. You're just here for the struggle, baby. That's all you're here for. Okay, you show up to the gym. You're not there to have a good time, to to pick up weight that's like, oh, this is manageable today. I can do this. No, 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 no. You're there to pick the heaviest thing you can manage. And then guess what? When When you conquer that one, when you crush that one, 
The heaviest thing you can manage is now the next heaviest thing. And that's life. God is going to allow difficulty to come into your life daily. One day it'll be bad sleep. Another day you're in a bad mood. Another day someone says something to you that rubs you the wrong way. Another day someone cuts you off in traffic. And you know that might make you angry. Another day you went shopping and you bought everything you needed and you checked and one of the ingredients has gone bad and now you got to go back. Right? Another day you're working on your purpose and you feel like you're making no progress. Another day you're backsliding. You hurt yourself. You twist something. You pull something. Another day, maybe you have a falling out with a friend, God forbid. Or your girlfriend or your wife or your parents. That's every day. Get used to it. The path is narrow. It's difficult to walk. Devil's going to throw all kinds of things at you and God says... Yeah, I'm going to use even even this purely evil creature who just exists in the world to try to damn souls. I'm going to let him do his thing here and there. And it's going to be for his benefit. Right? The devil is being allowed. God is allowing him, just like in the book of Job, allowing him to do certain things, knowing that when you win, and I promise you, you'll win, if you trust in God and you try your hardest, if you just do those two things, you just trust God and try your best, you'll win, I promise you. And when you inevitably win, which of course we've talked about this before, winning is mandatory, you fail again and again and again and again and again and eventually you win. And then the devil is sitting there fuming and he's mad because he thought he had you in a bag, but he didn't. When you've won, the man who's going to come out the other side it's going to be something beautiful to behold. When you're done walking that narrow path, you know, spiritually speaking, at the end of your life, or even in the context that we're using it right now, you know, the, the sort of more practical interpretation that I'm using right now, just to illustrate, right? When you're done with that, the man that you'll be at the end, you'll, you'll be unrecognizable. Completely. Doesn't that sound worth your time? Doesn't that sound like something you want to do? It does, doesn't it? Right? I imagine you're listening to this in the morning, the way it's intended, or maybe you're not, maybe it's the afternoon, whatever, maybe you're at the gym. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, as you're listening to this, I can imagine you're probably nodding your head right now. And you're probably saying, I do want to be that man. Yeah, I do. You know how I know that? It's, it's not because I'm clairvoyant or something. It's because you're like me. Right? The, the warrior king ethos is for a particular type of man. There's not many of us. Right? And we're not special or anything. I've said that before. If anything, we're, we're, we're foot soldiers. We're grunts. We do all the ugly stuff. We know there's people out there in the monastery praying 24-7 and they're having this beautiful relationship with God and we're out there in the trenches doing some really ugly work. You know, having to, 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 to build wealth and, and, and build our bodies and build our craft and all these things that in a sort of roundabout way help us contribute. Because that's all we're good for. That's really what it is. Is that God made us and we have this ability to work harder than anyone else and we have this ability to, to, to keep doing things that some other people find distasteful. Like, I don't, I don't want to have to work 60 hours a week to build a business. how most people feel. We have that. So, so we're the same, all of us. In that way, we're united by a common cause that we're walking this sort of narrow path of the warrior king philosophy too, right? If, if I can permit myself to use that verbiage, 
We're doing that. You're doing that. So if you've felt recently like you want to give up, like you're tired, like you just want to take a break in just a couple of weeks just to yourself, tired of going home at night and not doing something fun, you want to do something, you know, you're doing something difficult. If you're tired of that, if you're tired of going to the gym and, you know, you're sore and maybe you're tired of forcing down food or eating clean and you just want that pizza or that donut. If you've been feeling like that recently, snap out of it. Right, get back to work. There's a job to be done. There are people who need you. Right, if you're married, your wife needs you. If you have kids, your kids need you. Your parents are still alive, God willing. Then you, your parents need you. Your brothers need you. Your church needs you. Do it for them, if not for yourself. If, if the thought of fulfilling your purpose doesn't fill you with determination, do it for them, the people you love. Do it for the world, this world that you live in, that you call home. Do it for that. But just remember, at the end of the day, long story short, right, 20 plus minutes in, remember this one thing. There will be temptation based on your weakness, on your strengths, on your instincts, on your heart, on your desires, on your passions. Temptations everywhere to quit, to cheat, to do it wrong. And you're going to fight that temptation. You're going to show up and you're going to win. So do that today. Reflect. Have I been walking the narrow path? Even spiritually, right? Start with that. It's more important. At the end of the day, that's more important. Have I been walking the narrow path? And of course, I'm going to be asking myself that same question when this episode airs. Now listen to it. You know, my, my own voice. Have I been walking the narrow path? Have you? Have you been walking the narrow path spiritually? And if not, why not? Talk to your priest about it. And if you have, good on you. Keep going. And have I been walking the narrow path on the warrior king path, right? Am I doing things the right way? Am I trying to make a quick buck or am I trying to build something valuable? Am I trying to take drugs so that I can have the physique now or am I building it the right way with nutrition and sleep and water and exercise and supplements? Right? Have I been uh, puffing up myself and telling people I'm so great at uh, all of these different things, you know, craft-wise, like, like music and languages and stuff? Or am I doing the work and building those skills and then letting people discover it? Whatever it is, right? These are just examples. Ask yourself today. Make a note in your notes app, right? In your calendar, whatever it is that you use for planning. And there has to be something. If not, listen to the episode and journaling and reflecting. Do that today. Take stock. Take inventory. Think about it, pray about it, plan about it. And then when you're done and you have a plan, be about it. That's it for this week's Field Log. If you like what you heard today, you can follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on right now. You can also rate the show. That always helps out a lot. You can find me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at marcian.cx for field log snippets, art, philosophy, and training-related content. You can also visit the website at marcian.cx for much more of the same. I'm still working on consolidating the Warrior King content into the marcian.cx project. So check back at the website soon for the new and improved Warrior King training protocol, which is going to include supersets and my updated supplement recommendations. There's also a 2024 goal-setting guide on the way, and of course, the Warrior King newsletter. If any of that sounds appealing to you, the links to everything are in the show notes below. It's all free, and as always, conquer the day.